Welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast, stories of struggle, hope, and survival in the face of colorectal cancer. I'm Lee Silverstein. Welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast. I thought I would do something different for our last two episodes for the year 2015. And I got to thinking during Thanksgiving, you know, the time we start thinking about all that we're thankful for. Uh, I know some families have a tradition of going around the table and asking everybody to talk about what they're thankful for. And I realized how thankful I am to have been able to take on this project of hosting the Colon Cancer Podcast. Uh, We just recently surpassed 8,000 downloads since we launched the first episode back in February of 2015. And I am beyond grateful and thankful to have the opportunity to share the stories of such wonderful people uh, who've been brave enough to... uh, talk about what they've been through and to help inspire others. So what I'm doing with these last two episodes is doing kind of a best of uh, podcast. When I interview a survivor, I always ask the question, uh, uh, ask them what are their words of advice for others who've been affected by the disease and the responses vary greatly from individual to individual, but there is so much great information, great words of inspiration, that I thought it would be kind of cool to piece those answers all together, one after another, and kind of uh, put it together as, as a best of episode. And because as I looked at it, uh, there have so far at the time of this recording been 20 people that I've talked to that fall into this category, I'm going to split it into two episodes, a part one and a part two. So this episode, you're going to hear from the following colon cancer heroes, Michael Holtz, Dr. Travis Bray, Grace De La Rosa, Ed Yakaki III, Candace Henley, Daniel Shockley, Kimberly Bishop, Dr. Robin McGee, Betsy Henson, Todd Spurrier, and Anita Mitchell. Join me now for part one of the best of the Colon Cancer Podcast 2015. For someone who was diagnosed with colon cancer, I would say there is hope, there is life. Stay in the moment. You know, and I say that because, you know, I'm, I'm cognizant that I'm lucky in that I survived. That doesn't happen for everybody, but that doesn't mean you should give up hope. What that means is there, as hard as cancer treatment can be, as difficult as that circumstance might be in the moment, there is still good to be had in this life. And find that, whether it's other people, whether it's noticing the things that are around you, and hold on to those because that's what's going to get you through. Well, the first two things I always tell people is breathe and relax. Breathe and relax. That's, and then the third thing is going to, it's going to sound a little weird, but 
there are so many, so many worse syndromes out there than FAP. Um, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to people that have multiple sclerosis or, or cystic fibrosis or ALS or, or, uh, you know, the people that have Huntington's disease, these non-actionable diseases with that, that your, your timeline is predestined for you. With FAP, it's not. It's, it's, you don't have a preordained finale. You go to a specialist, re- receive the quality care that, 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 they, that they can provide, be preventative in your treatment, preventative in your screening, get your family, uh, we're a big advocates of genetic testing, get your families tested, and, and, and just stay on top of it because Lynch syndrome or FAP, Lynch syndrome, Calden's, all these diseases, they're rather, they can be a little Sisyphusian if you, if you let them. If you, if, if you get behind the, the A-ball, they, 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 they gain momentum. They, they gain teeth. They become minor diseases. And if you, if you stay preventative and you stay on top of your, of, of, of your treatment and your, 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 your screening, these are manageable conditions and they're conditions that you can live a long, healthy life. You can live a fun life. You can do everything that you did before. There's, it doesn't slow me down one bit. And, you know, I would encourage people to contact us at the, at the foundation. If you go on our website, hcctakesguts.org, you look up the contact information, and that's my cell phone number. Give me a call. Like, let's talk about it. It's going to be okay. I would say share your – be open with your emotions Find ways to communicate with your loved one, whether it be your child, your spouse, your sibling, your, you know, your parents, your uncle, aunt, or a, a dear friend. And realize that that is so wasteful to keep these worries um, all bottled up inside of you. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help anybody around you. If you're scared, tell that person you're scared. Tell them what you want. Tell them what you need from them. Um, that works both ways, you know, the survivor to the caretaker, the t- caretaker to the survivor. It's, it's teamwork. And the only way that t- the team can work is through finding that mutual understanding of, of, how, how, or what needs are most important to them that they need to meet. Um, things will tend to work out on their own at their own time. And when, and when the timing is right, it will happen, whatever that it may be. But I say have an open communication with the one that you love. Um, the, first, the thing I would say to them is no matter how dark, a time in your life or whoever's life it is, you know, going through a colon cancer that just like diagnosed, um, you always have to hold on to hope and no matter what happens to you physically, if you can survive it and hold on to it, you know, um, you'll be alive and, I had a hard time adjusting to all the stuff I went through, but I'm so thankful and blessed that I'm alive no matter what kind of issues I'm still having from having cancer. Uh, 
I would take any of them and more just to have another day on this earth. So I would say not to ever give up. And whenever you're having a hard time, you're allowed to have hard times. Um, but you have to pick your head off the mat and keep grinding through everything that you're going through. The walk is challenging. But the way that you get through challenges is by getting up every day and taking a step. No matter how small it is, no matter what the weather is, if you get up and take one step every day, you can eventually turn around and see the distance that you've made. If you continue walking, you will see that the pain eventually subsides and that you can change it so that it will benefit you and give you fuel to now climb the mountain. And the mountain is the rest of your life because we have no idea what's on the other side. The only way to find out is to keep walking. It cannot be more important to the family members and friends that you survive. It has to be important to you. If it is important to you, keep walking. I would share that uh, one of my quotes is uh, the word adapt. And that's attitude determines the ability for a positive transition. And I'm a firm believer that attitude is 100%. And let me share with you the word attitude if you break that down in the English vocabulary, you have letters A through Z. And if you associate number one with letter A and number 26 with letter Z, and you take the word attitude and you add up all the letters, it equals 100. So therefore, in my mind, attitude is 100%. Now, this isn't my material. I came across this a couple of years ago, and I felt it was fitting to use it in my presentation. And by the way, the word attitude in the English dictionary, it's the only word that equals 100. I've cross-checked this and I've asked anybody else to cross-check it. I can't find another word that equals 100 other than attitude. So therefore, in my mind, attitude is 100%. And the other thing I'd like to share is uh, faith and just faith in general. I mean, we can see the, the palm trees blowing in the breeze. You can't see the breeze, but you can see the effect of it. So in other words, faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. And to me, the, the, the word faith, I break it down as full assurance influenced through hope. Okay, so faith is you're having hope in something. You can't see it, but you just know you just have you, uh, you keep the faith. The other word, of course, is adapt. I already talked about that. That's the attitude determines the ability for a positive transition. And I was able to respond to my diagnosis and then um, forge ahead with my new lifestyle as an ostomate. And the last word I like to use is the word passion. And then passion meaning that I have uh, a desire of, to be an advocate, be an ambassador for the importance of uh, colorectal cancer uh, screening and early detection. So if you take the word attitude, faith, adapt, 
and passion, and you look at the first letters of all four of those words, that's the acronym for AFAP. That it is absolutely treatable, in many cases curable, not to give up. Um, I, I know how big and scary it is, and I think, um, you know, the, the general misconception, the general perception, I think, amongst the public at large is that you hear the C word and you're going to die. I know I thought that. How long do I have? You know, how is this going to be a horrible death? Um, but there are so many, you know, new treatment options that have come along, uh, even since my diagnosis. We have new clinical trials. We have all these wonderful targeted therapies and chemotherapies. Um, you and I both know stage four survivors. Vanessa Gigliotti is, is a wonderful example. She was diagnosed, I think, at 27, and she's now a 12 or 13-year stage four survivor. There are such wonderful stories of hope out there. And, um, you know, just not to give up. Keep fighting. And there's a lot of good people um, out there, you know, supporting you. Uh, there's wonderful resources. Colon Cancer Alliance. We have all the organizations, a lot of the young people organizations, um, the Colon Club. There's Fight CRC, um, Michael's Mission. Just a, a wealth of information and resources and folks out there who care and are there to support. So not to give up, just fight this thing with all you have. I think in your words, fight like hell. So my favorite quote, thank you, Don <laughs> Iker for that one. I loved it. I loved it. So, I loved it so much. I have it tattooed on my arm. What I found that helped me to endure and survive was connecting um, with my community. So not just family. Now, many people who've been recently diagnosed want to sort of crawl away in a hole and lick their wounds and they don't want people to know and they don't want to reach out. So there may be some personality differences here. But what I uh, have found was that the support of uh, friends, family, community, in addition to, to, one's, to one's core family was uh, was really essential to me in uh, in not feeling so alone and in moving forward. People always tell me, I don't think I could have gone through that. And I said, if you were in that situation, you would have. If you were just diagnosed or you know someone, actually, I don't know what's worse. If you have cancer, if you know someone that has cancer, because I personally couldn't watch Joe, my fiance, go through this, but you are stronger than you think you're gonna fight for life and you just you have to have faith in yourself and in god if you believe in him that no matter what you just you're gonna fight and you're gonna have the strength like i said and you just you can't give up you have to find something to be excited about because my reason was ellie if i wasn't pregnant this would have been a lot different, but you just, you have to find those reasons that you want to live for. And that's what's going to keep you through. That's what I would say. They need to be proactive. They need to, you know, do some research. They need to, you know, um, to, you know, investigate and, you know, be serious about it and find the right doctor and put more, more attention and energy into getting in and being looked at and then also look thinking about your family history and um you have to be your own best advocate because um nobody else is going to do it for you to live right then like there's so many people that put off oh i'm going to take this trip and i'm going to do this when i'm done with treatment and 
you know, sometimes it doesn't go the way we're hoping it will go. And I've seen a lot of people put off living um, while they're fighting. And then, you know, they have some regrets. And sometimes this, and that was something that my girlfriend Carmen had taught me, is she said, I've just learned that this disease can turn. And when it turns, you don't, you know, my doctor told me you need to be ready and so I, that always stuck with me. And so I've always tried to encourage people to keep planning those trips and, and go visit the people you want to and take those pictures and do that while it's living while you're fighting through the disease. But, you know, you just don't want to have, you know, those regrets. And that's something that I try to really, really help those, those especially the stage four people, because you know, we're so wrapped up in our treatment because we're living it every other week or every day. Some people that you kind of, it can turn into your whole life. And, um, you know, I loved, I would go from chemo straight to a swim meet for my kids or soccer game or fly to San Diego for a soccer tournament. And I didn't let any of it stop me, but some people, you know, I I just want them to be able to live and not let cancer rob them of, you know, their time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Notes from this episode can be found on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on our website, on iTunes, or on the Stitcher app for listeners using an Android device. If you or a loved one has a question about colon cancer, please visit the Colon Cancer Alliance website at www.ccalliance.org. Again, that's www. .ccalliance.org. You can also email your questions to us at info at the colon cancer podcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Be well, everyone.